We are group number one, and we're talking about the impact of climate change and its effect on the Arctic Circle and the entire world. Climate change refers to long-term shifts in temperature and weather patterns. The burning of fossil fuels produces greenhouse gases that act as a blanket around the Earth, trapping the sun's heat and raising temperatures. Greenhouse gas concentrations are at their highest levels in 2 million years. The consequences of climate change now include, among others, intense droughts, water scarcity, severe fires, rising sea levels, flooding, melting polar ice, catastrophic storms, and declining biodiversity. The Arctic is warming three times as fast than the global average. This is because the melting of snow and ice exposes a darker surface, which increases the amount of sunlight absorbed in these areas, which is known as the albedo effect. The albedo effect is an expression of the ability of surfaces to reflect sunlight. This significant regional warming leads to continued loss of sea ice, the melting of glaciers, and the Greenland ice cap. The rapid melting of the Arctic sea ice is accelerating the warming of the entire Earth. Sea ice reflectivity helps control the amount of sunlight that enters the Arctic, which then helps control the Arctic temperatures. As more sea ice melts, a new ocean surface is exposed. The ocean surface is much darker and it absorbs sunlight instead of reflecting it, allowing much more heat to enter the Arctic system. The less sea ice means more open ocean, more heat absorption, and more climate change, not just within the region, but beyond. Wow, that was really interesting. But why is climate change important? The impacts of climate change on different sectors of society are interrelated. Drought can harm food production and human health. Flooding can lead to disease spread and damages to ecosystem and infrastructure. Human health issues can increase mortality, impact food availability, and limit worker productivity. One interesting fact is about the Arctic wildlife and the impact climate change has on it. As we all know, one of the biggest topics in today's world is that of climate change, which is ravaging throughout the world with consequences being seen on all corners of the Earth. However, the most impactful place where climate change is taking place is in the Arctic Circle. This is brutal for the wildlife in the region. So is the Arctic warming fast or is it happening very slowly? That's a great question. According to an article from Gloria Dickey, she exclaims that the Arctic is warming at about twice the rate or even three times the rate of the rest of the world, leading to extreme weather events, southerly species moving northward, and the emergence and spread of pathogens among native species. With an emergence of new species moving into the Arctic because of warming temperatures, this could throw off the balance of the ecosystem, causing a multitude of problems between overpopulation of some creatures and underpopulation for others. That seems extremely concerning. But are there other effects that we may see in the near future? Another great question, Aiden. Large ice masses are also causing trouble in the Arctic. The Greenland ice sheet is melting at an alarming rate, which is important because it is one of the biggest ice bodies in the world. This could cause many places to be flooded as soon as the year 2030, and it could also cause the habitats and movement patterns of some animals to be thrown off or even destroyed. 
Animals in this region, such as polar bears, rely on ice sheets as their movement, and it can cause harm to the entire species if the current state of climate change continues. That's crazy how much climate change could affect animals. And you mentioned polar bears. I wanted to say that the melting icebergs leave polar bears with no way to hunt seals. And seals are their main source of food, so this has a really hard impact on the polar bears. They've wandered into towns, leaving people terrified to go outside, and the polar bears eat the garbage dumped there by Russia. When we destroy animal habitats with things like deforestation, mining, industries, and construction, not only does it affect climate change, but it displaces the animals, causing them to have to continually try and adapt. If the Arctic ice continues to melt, sea level is expected to rise, which would cause the coastal states and habitats to be submerged underwater. That would displace millions of people and animals and destroy homes. The Arctic glaciers are melting due to the increase of temperatures. As they melt, it releases methane, which increases the rate of melting. As the Arctic melts, it also releases ancient deadly diseases in animals, diseases which we have not yet adapted to. Scientists have found preserved woolly mammoths with their males still preserved in their bellies. There is actually a really cool woolly mammoth museum in Russia. So is all the ice melt affected transportation in any way? Yes, it has. Um, the Arctic melting has created ship routes, which makes things much easier to access, putting up to 20 days off of travel. So now everyone is wanting access to those routes. And now everybody is claiming that they own certain parts of the Arctic, and that has opened up a big debate. How, how has climate change impacted different places? Global warming has impacted basically everywhere. It has caused great danger for dry places, like it causes wildfires that have been running rampant in the western United States and Siberia. Wild fires are harmful to every species. Rainfall and precipitation is also affect, being affected by climate change. According to the Journal of Animal and Ethics, some climate models predict that the animal, Amazon rainforest, probably the most biodiverse place on Earth, will get drier and probably die off entirely. Two degrees of warming combined with the pressure of human exploitation could transform this lush paradise into a dry desert. Climate change has also affected areas like Ohio and Kentucky. It has caused more precipitation in the areas, making it more prone to landslides. And Ohio is already a very hilly place. So this increase in precipitation is a very real threat. It has it caused a portion to recover damages caused by landslides. The Mississippi River and Colorado River Bat Bassin has also been experiencing a massive drought. In Colorado, like about 40 million people depend on that water for drinking, agriculture, industry, so on. So with that water reservoir quickly drying, farmers and industries are expected to face a loss in production. Mississippi is also experiencing a drought, which will affect everyone in the U.S. That's a great point you bring up. But how will the Mississippi drought affect everyone in the United States? It'll affect everyone because it carries 175 tons of freight a year, which contains food and necessities, and that's a lot of freight. The river is at its lowest point this decade and does not have enough water for the barges to float, which causes much higher shipping prices, in turn causing grocery bills to rise. No one likes inflated grocery prices, and some people can't afford inflated grocery prices. Not only will it cause higher prices, but it will produce more pollution. If we can't ship the freight out by boat, we are forced to use trucks, which emits a ton of gases into the atmosphere, and cars 
and trucks are the biggest contributors to pollution. They release 20% of the world's greenhouse gases, and this creates a cycle of emissions, and climate change is only getting worse with this. Climate change is affecting the entire world, so this brings me to the question of, has the AMOC been affected? The AMOC, or the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, is a large system of ocean currents that carry warm water from the tropics northwards into the North Atlantic. The AMOC is a large system of ocean currents. Like a conveyor belt, it is driven by the differences in the water density and temperature. As warm water flows north, it cools down and a little bit of evaporation occurs, which increases the amount of salt. The low temperature and high salt content make the water denser. This dense water sinks deep into the ocean several miles below the surface. Eventually, it gets pulled back to the surface and warms in a process called upwelling, and the circulation is complete. As of recently, the AMOC has been slowly collapsing, which is not good. Data shows that the AMOC has been slowing down for nearly 200 years, which coincidentally was around the same time the Industrial Revolution started. The idea is that a weakening AMOC cannot transport the warmer waters towards the north as effectively. That results in warm waters starting to pile up along the east coast of the United States. As a result, the North Atlantic starts to cool down because it's not receiving as much warm water anymore via the AMOC. If the AMOC were to completely shut down, the movie The Day After Tomorrow could be reality. And how could this affect our health? That's a great point you bring up. I've seen some very interesting findings and in some studies done. In one article about climate change throughout the Arctic, they found that diseases that can be transmitted from animals to humans, which scientists call zoonic diseases, are expected to rise as temperatures warm. Previously, isolated animal species may come in contact with each other, when natural barriers like ice or snow decrease from climate change. This can increase the spread of diseases. Extreme weather and natural hazards are both direct impacts on human health from a changing climate. Unpredictable weather patterns may cause more accidents and emergency situations. Search and rescue missions are affected as well, as searches are often held back by these unpredictable weather patterns. The author in this article goes into more detail about the pathogens, stating that warmer temperatures have also led to the emergence of pathogens that have had a negative effect on the health of some animals. These pathogens may be from the permafrost that has melted in the Arctic as a result of climate change. That's a great point, Abe. But what is permafrost for those who don't know? For those who don't know, permafrost is frozen soil that covers about a quarter of the land in the northern hemisphere, particularly in Canada, Russia, and Alaska. It contains the matter of long-dead plants and animals frozen in time. Some lakes have become non-existent after just a few days. The ground collapses, leaving the landscape wavy where it was once flat. This is evidence that permafrost is thawing. That is bad news for the people whose homes and towns are built above it, and for the global climate. As temperatures rise and patterns of precipitation change, permafrost and other forms of ground ice become vulnerable to thaw and collapse. As these frozen soils warm, the ground is no longer stable, causing many problems. 
When the ground thaws, microbes begin feasting on, or, on, or, on organic matter in soils that have been frozen for millennia. These microbes release carbon dioxide and methane, which are very potent greenhouse gases. As those gases escape into the atmosphere, they warm the entire climate. Warmer temperatures thaw more soil, releasing more material for microbes to feast on and produce more greenhouse gases. Wow, I find it really crazy that these ancient diseases can be preserved in ice. And I find it crazy that permafrost can be around year long and melt. So when you said it can make waves in the ground, has that made serious damages to buildings? Yes, it has made extremely uh, serious damages to buildings, especially buildings upper in the Arctic, like in Alaska and Canada. Buildings are actually collapsing at a rapid pace and causing some people to die and others to be seriously injured. I can only imagine how terrifying that is. Um, so, so what's being done to fix it? There are a lot of things we can do to try to fix climate change and slow ice melting and building destruction. The biggest cause of climate change is, is human activity. We change environmental conditions and release an excess of gases into the atmosphere. Greenhouse gases are vital for life on Earth, but an excess of greenhouse gases is causing major repercussions. Human activity has had a huge impact on the increase. Along with the increase of gases in the atmosphere, we have a decrease in plant life, and plant life absorbs CO2 and keeps the climate stable. There are ways to slow climate change, but people will have to change their ways. That would be the biggest roadblock because it may seem inconvenient or affect how we do things. But at this point, it is necessary if we want our planet to thrive. There is also discussion among some people about whether humans cause global warming or if it is a natural event. Some people think it's political and not the fault of humans, but there is overwhelming evidence that we have at the biggest impact on climate change. California plans to ban the sale of gas cars by 2035 to reduce the emission of gas into the atmosphere. People will still be allowed to drive gas cars and sell used gas cars, but the sale of new gas-powered cars will be banned. We also developed more things with solar power and use solar panels on our homes. Another solution would be planting more trees. Tree restoration is a big thing, and it is one of the best ways to combat climate change because it is stable climate and absorbs CO2. This has been Group 1's uh, discussion on climate change and its impact in the Arctic Circle and over time. We hope to see you guys next time. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great rest of your days.